What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to I Thrive Radio. I'm pumped to give you guys another episode uh, this week. So um, today we are going to be talking all about alcohol. Um, we were talking about alcohol. This was a, a question one of my clients actually asked me. Um, just information about how to include alcohol into your, in your plan, what kind of effect uh, alcohol has um, on your body composition, on your health, things like this. Um, so I thought it'd be really cool to record a podcast episode on it. Um, so you guys can have this information as well. Um, so, um, alcohol, alcohol. So, um, you know, I'll be quite honest. And, um, sometimes I drink not super often, honestly, anymore. Um, back in college, it was more frequently, maybe, you know, every weekend or so, um, maybe like one time during the weekend, um, we'd go out and drink, you know, we'd have, um, drinks with friends. Um, obviously once we were over the age of 21, of course. Um, <laughs> but, uh, now not so much, maybe every, geez, I don't know, maybe every few weeks to every month, maybe I'll have like one, maybe two drinks, usually just one. Um, so I don't really drink a whole lot. If there's like a special occasion, um, maybe I'll have a drink. But other than that, um, if I'm not really going out to dinner for anything special, um, I don't usually drink. It's, I don't know, I, it's just not like super enjoyable to me unless I have something like super relaxing going on. And it's kind of like a celebration or something. But um, just some general info about alcohol is alcohol is kind of the fourth macronutrient. So um, it contains calories. Um, we, we know that carbohydrates contain four calories per gram, protein, four calories per gram, and then fat is nine calories per gram. Uh, well, alcohol is kind of um, in the middle, almost right in the middle of those um, three where alcohol contains seven calories per gram. Um, alcohol is like I said, a fourth macronutrient, it gives us calories, but we don't really need it. It's not something that we need. Um, our body needs glucose, whether it's we're getting through our food or we're producing glucose in some way. Um, our body needs dietary fat. You need to be eating dietary fat uh, or your hormones are going to be all out of whack. Um, and then protein, our bodies need to eat protein uh, for general body functions, building um, tissues, growth, muscle growth, um, variety of things. Uh, so protein, carbs, and fats are all needed in some way in the body, but alcohol isn't really needed. Um, and it's not really uh, beneficial to us in any way. Um, the only way alcohol could really be beneficial is that, um, like I kind of mentioned in the beginning, it's like a celebration and you're having maybe one or two drinks and just kind of relaxing, having a good time. Um, you know, health isn't just obviously physical health. It's also mental health, psychological health. And sometimes, you know, having those kind of celebrations, those days or maybe like the weekend you go out to dinner and you have a drink or two with dinner and it just feels really good. You're de-stressing. Um, that could have an overall positive impact on um, your overall health because you're improving your psychological and your mental health. Um, but it's not really beneficial physiolog physiologically in any way. Um, it basically enters the um, bloodstream directly when you drink it and uh, our bodies actually metabolize it at first. So when we do drink it, um, if we have like a meal with protein or something, um, as we're having alcohol, our body will prioritize metabolizing alcohol to kind of get it metabolized and out of our system um, before it actually breaks down and metabolizes the protein. Uh, so how does alcohol affect our body composition or our uh, performance? Um, 
So we kind of already talked about calories. Um, they are calories. Alcohol has seven calories per gram. So um, when we drink alcohol, we get calories from it. So that is one way that it could affect our body composition uh, because um, it has calories. Anything that has calories is going to affect our body composition because obviously if we have too many calories, if we have more calories than we burn in a day over a long period of time, a day, a week, um, a couple weeks, uh, we could end up gaining uh, body weight. And if it is alcohol that you're getting a lot of these excess calories from, uh, it's going to be mostly body fat that you're gaining because um, alcohol isn't going to be like used to build muscle mass or anything like that. Um, alcohol can be viewed as what you would call quote unquote empty calories, uh, just because you don't really get any other, um, nutrients or micronutrients along with the alcohol that are beneficial. So if you have like a full or a whole source of food, like a whole grain bread, I mean, you're getting calories from carbs, but you're also getting, um, some nutrients, some fiber, some, uh, B vitamins or iron or things like that. Um, Alcohol is also liquid calories, and liquid calories tend to be easier to overconsume. Um, like drinking maybe like a can or two of um, regular Pepsi or something a day, which can provide you with around like 300 calories. That's usually a lot easier to do than um, it is to maybe eat, you know, 300 calories of like an apple. It's just easier to. Um, drink calories than it is to actually eat calories and alcohol is another uh, way we could drink those calories. Uh, so it's easy to rack up, uh, especially if you're somebody who is going um, out on the weekend and kind of uh, binge drinking. So you're having five, six, seven, eight, nine um, drinks in a night. Uh, those calories are going to rack up very, very quickly, especially because we don't usually make the best the uh best decisions when we are drinking that much um and it's hard to really tell if we're full or not um it's easier to continue drinking then even more uh, once we kind of get to that point so one way that it can affect our body composition is just through um all of the extra calories that we get from drinking alcohol it can potentially lead to um, excess weight or excess fat gain over a long period of time uh, another way that it can affect our um, body composition or performance is through decreased muscle protein synthesis. Uh, so muscle protein synthesis, if you aren't familiar with that, it's basically um, a process to where our body um, builds muscle. So we have muscle protein synthesis and muscle protein breakdown. Um, and these periods kind of um, go back and forth throughout the day. As we eat protein, we have more synthesis. As um, we go a long period of time without eating protein, we have more breakdown etc. Um, and having a high alcohol intake decreases our synthesis. So it decreases our production of uh, muscle mass, basically muscle tissue. Um, and even if protein is consumed with alcohol, so if you have like a whey protein shake and alcohol at the same time, um, there have been studies that have shown that if, that if you do that, you are going to have less muscle growth than if you were to just have the um, protein shake alone because the alcohol kind of blunts the muscle protein synthesis response that we get, um, which then could ultimately lead to reduced recovery. Um, and then because of the reduced recovery, your performance isn't that great going into your next gym session. So you aren't able to get as many reps. Um, and then you aren't getting as good of a stimulus. And then that repeats over and over if you're um, drinking pretty frequently. Um, and then over time, it can lead to reduced muscle growth. So um, as well as increased calories, that could 
lead to more fat gain. Um, we could also have less muscle growth, which could lead to um, just a lower or a higher body fat percentage because of uh, reduced muscle mass too. Uh, another way that it could affect our uh, performance or our body composition is through our sleep quality. Um, so alcohol actually reduces the quality of sleep that we get. So I know a lot of people, um, you know, they sometimes they drink and they feel like it just puts them right to bed. Um, and just because you are sleeping, it doesn't mean that the quality of the sleep that you are getting is actually um, optimal or good. Um, alcohol has been shown to reduce the quality of sleep. We have, um, you know, less recovery during that sleep. Um, and sleep is super important for body composition. There have been multiple studies showing that um, when you get less um, sleep or reduce quality of sleep, you're more likely to store body fat. You're less likely to um, build muscle mass. Have you're less likely to have a lean physique. Um, your hunger is also increased if you have uh, reduced quality of sleep, and your hunger specifically for higher calorie foods is increased when we have reduced quality of sleep. Um, so sleep is super important for body composition, and alcohol kind of decreases our sleep quality. Um, alcohol also leads to uh, dehydration um, and we lose a lot of electrolytes as well. And um, being dehydrated uh, affects our performance tremendously um, when we're in the gym, especially electrolytes like potassium and sodium that are really important for muscle contraction too. Um, alcohol also leads to increased fatigue, especially from the reduced quality of sleep. Um, and if we have feelings of fatigue going into our next training session, um, we aren't going to perform as well. Um, same thing goes to if you are drinking um, a lot, like the binge drinking, like I kind of mentioned, and you are uh, waking up with a hangover, you have a lot of nausea, vomiting, um, you're probably not going to feel the best in your training session that next morning or even that next day later on in the day, um, which then can affect your performance. Um, and when performance decreases, the um, uh, stimulation of muscle growth decreases as well. And, you know, if you're feeling so nauseous and vomiting throughout the day, you're probably not even going to go to the gym at all. So that is one session that you're kind of missing out on too from um, that binge drinking episode. Uh, alcohol also uh, can have an effect on our hormones too. Uh, so it can um, actually increase cortisol, which cortisol actually increases muscle breakdown. So we talked about muscle protein synthesis and muscle protein breakdown. Um, and cortisol can actually increase muscle protein breakdown if it's elevated for a long, uh, too long of a period of time. And alcohol can cause an increased uh, cortisol level. Uh, it can it, cause an increase in your cortisol to testosterone ratio, uh, which then can over time lead to uh, reduced muscle gain, reduced muscle retention, and reduced mus muscle um, recovery. Um, and then alcohol intake excessive can also lead to some nutrient deficiencies. Um, it can reduce the um, absorption of B12, thymine, and folate. Um, liver cells also activate less vitamin uh, D when you have excessive alcohol intake. Um, and vitamin six can also be destroyed um, as alcohol is being metabolized. So all of this information is good, um, but back to kind of the original question, how do I include alcohol in my plan or should I drink alcohol with my plan? Um, well, you know, I'm not going to give you, you know, a, a yes or no answer, but it all depends. But here are some questions that you can really ask yourself. 
um, to give you a good idea of if you should include alcohol or when you should include alcohol or how much of, of the alcohol you should include. Um, so question number one would be like, ask yourself, do you really want to drink it? Um, it's really easy to go out with a group of friends, go, go out with family and uh, maybe you go out to dinner and everyone's ordering a drink and you're just sitting there, you know, like, you know, I really, I really don't want an alcoholic drink. I just don't really want one right now. Um, you just feel like you'd prefer water or you prefer maybe um, like a Diet Coke or something. Uh, but everyone else is ordering some kind of special beer, some craft beer or something. And you kind of feel pressured um, to order one then because everyone else is. Um, that would be a situation where I would say, you know, you probably shouldn't. You probably shouldn't do something just because you kind of feel pressured because of everyone else around you is doing it. If it's something that you really don't want. Um, so really ask yourself if you really want the drink. If you don't, then don't order it or don't get it. Um, but if you do, then go ahead and do it. Um, how much alcohol um, do you want to drink? Uh, so that's another question to ask. If you go out with a group of friends, you're having a good time, maybe you haven't seen them in a while, you go out to a bar, um, you know, do you want to have just one or two drinks or do you want to have a super long night? One of those nights where you're drinking five, six, seven uh, drinks a night um, and forget half the night or, um, you know, get a little crazy, whatever it is. Ask yourself, you know, how far do I want to take it? Um, and do I really want to take it this far? Like I said, don't just fall into peer pressure. Do what you actually really want um, and then be OK with that decision. Um, and then question number three kind of goes into um, question number two a little bit. So question number three is, um, am I going to fit this in my plan? So my recommendation would be if you are going to have just one or two drinks, um, you can definitely fit that in your plan. No problem. You can account for those calories, fit it into your plan um, and be right on track with kind of your calorie goal for the day. Maybe just decrease carbs and fats a little bit earlier in the day and you're golden. Um, but if you're going to go out and you're going to have five, six, seven, eight drinks in one night, uh, it's probably not a good idea to try to fit that into your plan. Um, because if you do, let's say, let's say if your standard drink is going to be like a standard beer, I would say is around like 150 calories. I would estimate if you're going to have, uh, let's go with, um, six of those, that is uh, 900 quick math, 900 calories that you're having from just alcohol. So if you're going to have to try to fit that in your plan, um, and let's say your plan allows you or a plan, your goal is 2,500 calories for the day. Um, that's only 1600 calories. You have the rest of the day for just real food. Um, and then this gets even worse when, you know, maybe you're a smaller female and maybe your calorie goal is maybe like 1900. Um, that gives you a thousand calories the rest of the day for just food. And I would not recommend that for um, anyone at all. Um, you're going to end up probably lacking micronutrients throughout the day. Your protein intake is probably going to be low. Your carbs are going to be low. Your fats are going to be low. Um, so in that case, if you're going to have five, six, seven drinks um, and it's going to be more than like one or two, then I would recommend just don't try to fit it into your plan. Eat your normal food intake. Um, hit your 2,000 to 2,500 calories in food first, and then just go and have the five, six, seven drinks, you know, um, make that decision, um, deal with the 
consequences in one night. The consequences aren't going to be super drastic. You aren't going to ruin all of your progress in one night, but um, just make that decision and, um, you know, be okay with that result. Um, and it'll be perfectly fine. Um, so the next question uh, you need to ask yourself is, are you okay with the results being pushed back? Um, now, I, I would say for most people, um, it's perfectly fine to push your results back a little bit if you want to have a night out drinking like that. So if you're having one of those nights where you're having five, six, seven drinks and you are going over your calories, um, you're drinking more than one or two drinks, you're drinking you know, some drinks that would probably negatively impact your body composition a little bit, at least in the short term, um, you're probably fine pushing your results back because realistically, if it's just one day that you're doing that, it's only really going to push back your results probably one day, uh, maybe two days at the most. If you end up having five or six drinks and then you guys go to Taco Bell and you get um, 10, you know, uh, 10 small tacos or something, you know, we've all had some of those nights, um, but you know, that's only going to push back your results a couple of days at the most. So ask yourself if you're okay with that. If you're like in a contest prep and you're prepping for a bodybuilding show, um, or even if you're pre prepping for a powerlifting competition um, and you're getting really close, you probably don't want to um, risk having your results pushed back like a day or two because staying with the exact plan is really important when you have a specific date that you're competing. Um, but if you're just generally trying to lose weight, um, trying to see some fat loss, um, you're probably okay with pushing your results back um, a day or two. You just have to ask yourself if you're okay with it. Um, another question to ask is, do you have a really important training session the next day that uh, means a lot? So this is um, uh, probably more relevant to, like I said, powerlifters, if they have a powerlifting competition um, coming up and they have like their strongest or their heaviest um, squat bench and deadlift day on Saturday and it's Friday night and um, they're three weeks out. So they have to, you know, hit some pretty big numbers on this day. Um, it's probably not the best idea to go out and drink five or six drinks the night before. Um, it might not even be a good idea to drink one or two drinks the night before. Um, if it could potentially lead to you being a little bit dehydrated, even just having those one or two drinks. Um, if you aren't really on top of your um, water intake after that, uh, so if you have a super important training session, it's probably not the best idea to have a lot of alcoholic drinks. Um, but if you, maybe if you have a rest day or if you um, have like a light arm day, it's not going to affect your performance as much, you know, it's okay. Is it going to uh, affect your performance at all? Probably a little bit, but um, you know, the lower importance of that training day, the less it's probably going to affect it. And you can effectively um, fit it in if you don't have, like I said, like a competition um, super soon. Uh, so then another question you have to ask yourself is um, how often this is occurring. If it's something that's occurring every single weekend, um, it's going to affect your progress more than, it's some, than if it's something that occurs once every month. Um, or if it's something that occurs, you know, on Friday, Saturday, um, on both Friday and Saturday that's going to affect your progress more than if it's something that you just do on Friday. Uh, so the more often you do it, the more likely or the more often you can expect it to um, hinder your performance or hinder your progress at all. So ask yourself, you know, am I doing this too often to hit the goal that I want? Because um, if it's every single weekend, a couple of times a weekend, then you might be um, really pushing your progress back 
Um, and you might need to kind of reassess like what really is your goal or what really is important to you. Um, and if it turns out that those, um, you know, those nights on the weekend where you're drinking five drinks per night, if that's more important to you than um, maybe losing these five pounds that you're trying to lose, then I mean, that's cool with me. If that's cool with you, you know, you have to make the decision that ultimately falls in line with what your true goals are, not just what you think your goals are. Um, so overall, the bottom line is um, alcohol can have some negative effects on your performance and body composition. Um, but the degree of the negative effects all comes down to um, how many drinks you're having and how often you're having that number of drinks. Um, if you're close to a competition, it's probably best to stay away from it pretty much completely. Um, if you're not and just going for general fat loss, um, feel free to add in a drink here and there. Um, just know that the more often you have it, um, the bigger impact it's going to have on your results. Um, and overall, as long as your expectations um, of your results meet or match up with the actions that you take, um, then any choice is okay. If you have super low expectations for your results and you're okay with that and you're drinking um, multiple times a week, then um, that's perfectly fine. You know, we all have our own priorities. We all have our own goals. We all have our own um, desires and wishes and the ways we want to live our lives. Um, just make sure that whatever choice you make is the choice that you ultimately are okay with the results of. So, um, hopefully this podcast episode was helpful. Um, let me know if you liked it, share with a friend. Um, and if you're interested in one-on-one coaching, um, send me a DM, reach out to me on social media, fill out the application. Um, if it's linked below and I would love to help you out and I will uh, talk to you later.